Friendshupiter Networks presents Sagas of the Blank Page, a live play podcast featuring the Visor role-playing system. Hi everyone, welcome to episode two of Roadside America, Back to Our Roots. Tonight, we'll be using the Visor Con system that is the streamlined version of the Visor role-playing system. Enjoy. We fade the camera back in, and we are now seeing Anne's little convertible, but of course the top is up because it's inclement weather, but we see her little blue convertible pull up to the park, and you both, uh, both Anne and Shannon, gleefully get out of the car to the Slatter Park Fall Festival. So I, I think they are, Anne and Shannon are old friends old, old, old friends from before college days. They're both Wheeler girls, remember? Oh, oh but yeah, so they went, uh, they went to school together. Mm-hmm. And they've seen each other on and off through college, but now they're both recently graduated. Uh, they just graduated in May. So it's kind of, you know, fun. This festival happens every year, so it's fun, fun getting back to this. And... So they are like kids again. So they're laughing and they don't even open the doors. They jump out of the car. Uh, they put the top down and just to jump out of the car. Makes sense. Because they're 21 Dukes years old. Dukes of Hazard style. Dukes of Hazard style. So uh, they jump out and Shannon's really particularly excited because she's got a degree in communications and she wants to record everything that is going on at the Slater Park Fair and uh, the Fall Fest and so she's got her phone out and she's taking pictures and taking videos she you know she's taking a, a panning sweep because she's she's not exactly sure what she wants to do. She could go the podcast route. She could go the vlog route. Um, so she's taking it up. She's doing trying to do everything. And she's taking it up, doing a panning sweep from right to left in this wide screen. Trying to be as artistic as you can be on the video on a phone. So the camera shot starts off kind of coming across the harvest kitchen farmers market area where a lot of local farmers have brought produce and you know they're having the world's largest squash you know yeah the largest potato yeah of course there's you know the camera kind of sweeps by the little community group tents you come across part of the some of the staging and off in the distance you can see the 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 ocean state marker mill that's a historic land site here. And as the camera's kind of looking around, the one thing that you really kind of notice is there's not a lot of people in your camera shot. There's a lot of stuff and blinky lights and, you know, vendors kind of confusingly looking around. But for the first night, a Friday night, you know, getting close to 7 o'clock, it's kind of weirdly eerily quiet and until you notice that there's this large group of massive people over, like, along the road where the lunch trucks are. Oh, well, there's obviously something interesting going on there. So I am taking my phone camera and going over there because I might get a breaking news story. 
and go into journalism instead of vlogging and, and podcasting. And grabs your arm. Huh? What? Uh, yeah, what? You are still the same way you are, head in the clouds. I'm going to the merry-go-round. I don't know what you're doing. I'm going to go ride the merry-go-round. I've been waiting for the merry-go-round. It's right over there, and there's not a line. I'm going. Okay, I'll meet you back here. Go, go, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do some filming and gone. and engage with the community. You kind of are looking around, kind of saying all that, and you notice that she's already left, and she's already gotten in line to the uh, to the large carousel. Okay, all right. I am. I'm gonna head over and see what the kerfuffle is. All right, as you head over to the kerfuffle, you see that at the edge of the kerfuffle is uh, someone that you recognize. And it is uh, a longtime friend of your father's. And it is the sheriff standing over near the Cranonut stand. Cranonut. Cranonut. He'll get it eventually. Cannoli donut. I need a picture. Or do you want a sample? Yeah, that's more like it. He's standing next to the sheriff. And next to the, the lunch truck, and Benny is standing next to the sheriff with like a rack of 32 of these things, steaming heaps of them in containers next to the sheriff. Uh, sheriff. And hey, Sh- Shannon. Shannon. Shannon says it because she's been in trouble with the sheriff before when she's been at home. Um, hey, how's how's it going? Oh. I, I must be an election year. I see your canonuts. You know, I'm just trying to share a little goodness with people. And just try to get them in the mood. You know what I'm saying? So, so what's going on? Well, what I mean, why all the people? They, I mean, usually there are more people around the park. And then she holds her her phone up in his face to and, to record him. And, and I kind of, I kind of just take her hand and slowly push so the camera is facing over by the apple truck. With the with just the all the people. Oh, you so, want to know where all the people are? Yeah, They're right there. But is that a new truck at the festival? It's one I haven't seen before. It's really popular. Yeah, it's popular. But well, here, take a look over at those folks over there. You notice anything odd? And she she doesn't actually look. She just moves her camera to look at them. And then widens the shot on the camera, like with her two fingers, like you do on a smartphone. She widens the shot and says, huh. Yeah. They kind of look drunk. Sort of. Except that they keep going back around to get more of the wares from that apple and apple then pies. She, she, she comes back and focuses her camera on the sheriff. Do you have suspicions? I do. There's something going on on that truck because those people are behaving awfully strange. They are. And she she moves her camera away so it's not on him. Um, but it's still recording because it's always recording at least the sound. So can I follow you and record well, your well, brilliant well, police hold on. work? Hold on, Shannon. I know, that, listen, I appreciate the compliments. However... This could potentially be a dangerous situation, so I don't mind if you just kind of wait in the background, but I don't want you getting involved, because you might get hurt, and I can't I can't have that. 
And I thank you for that, Sheriff. I'll just be here recording evidence for you. That's great. Just stay out of the way, okay? You want to get these uh, <clears throat> Crononuts on camera? Says Benny. Be- Benny, listen, just for... for Can you hold on to the for those just for a few moments? We got some kind of situation happening here, and I got to investigate. Well, they don't get any fresher than when they are right now. I, I pull out my radio and... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need a few a uh, few folks over by the uh, apple the apple truck, Klein's uh, apple truck. And I put my phone camera on Benny with the canonuts and I, smile, Benny. He does his best. Thirty six hot steaming cronuts. Thanks. You're welcome. So Benny puts the cronuts back, I guess, and the sheriff walks out into the the common grounds where there's a a pretty ample line to the apple cart but there's also like these kind of pods of people milling together in strange groups like there's a group of six off under a couple trees kind of milling zombie-like against each other kind of muttering to each other and then there's another pile of like eight or nine people over here that are that have discovered the the trash can in the park and are kind of like dumping their trash and contemplating the trash way too long and again very zombie like and i'm still taking video of this and then i turn the camera around to face me and i said this is a really strange thing people are acting really really weird tonight and it's this weird thing they're kind of acting drunk and acting a little bit hungry and a little bit weird so this is an exclusive from Shannon Dupree about the mystery of Providence Rhode Island the best part is the harvest moon has just risen high enough so in your camera shot as you turn it you don't notice it because you're the cameras turned but those of us later that would watch it would notice that you know there's this enormous huge harvest moon hanging over your left shoulder while you're doing this this camera interview so it just adds the still of that is going to be my my picture on my on my for my podcast that's perfect look at that so as we watch the sheriff step into the green the camera fades to black and we fade up and we're back at the museum where Everett has shown up in the sheriff's squad car and pulls up to the John Brown House Museum a, about an hour and a half after closing. He gets out of the car and walks up to the front door and looking left and right, kind of quiet for a Providence evening on a Friday night. With much resignation, I'm still there. Because when I told Bernie she had to wait around for the um, officer to show up, she said, I couldn't because my Grubhub... Uh, my Grubhub m- is on the way. My Grubhub <laughs> is about 20 minutes from getting home. So sadly, I'm still here instead of at the festival. And Mr. Mittens loves his vittles. Is that her cat? Yes, all three of them. So I open the door. It's <laughs> <laughs> for pets? <laughs> Everett is standing there, six foot two-ish, kind of thin, wearing glasses. Hi. Ma'am? Do I know him? Yeah, you see. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Everett, come in. Ma'am? 
Um, well, actually, since you're here, let me show you the door. So first I show him the door that was messed with. All right, um, so you take him around the outside or do you take him through the inside? Whichever shorter. Which do you take? I take him through the inside. Okay. You notice, actually, uh, give me a, a roll on brain power to notice, notice something. Stuff. No, notice stuff. I think that's a seven. Okay. Uh, what, what's your score? Well, my brain power is 50, so I didn't get very close to 50, but I am still under it. Right. You notice he takes a moment before comfortably stepping across the threshold into the museum. There's a hesitancy. <laughs> I inhale, wondering if there's a weird smell. Coronanut, maybe? Whatever that thing is, the croissant nut, what is it called? I didn't get one yet. Well, no, but the smell from the fair oh, he smells of like all the them. food and well, vendors and tacos. That's just cruel and unusual. Yeah, it is. Come along, then. All right. He's looking through. He pulls out a little pad of paper. He starts jotting some stuff down as he's walking through the museum with you. Okay. So first I take him to the door. Okay. Um, and show him how it looks to me, in my non-professional opinion, as though somebody went at it with a crowbar. Yeah, it looks like a looks like an ace, you know, maybe a maybe a Stanley Model 14 claw hammer with uh, yeah 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 that looks pretty standard yeah. So anyway, that's problem number one, and then number two, if you'll come with me to the display, I take him over to the display of what's his name's corpse with a Roger Williams. Roger Williams, Roger Williams is who, a very who, important person. Who Roger, found in Rhode Island. In 16... Roger Williams. In 1636. Yes. So, like, falling into museum director mode. Yeah. Let's go say anger. So what we have here, Everett, <laughs> is the vine of Roger Williams, which grew through him gruesomely. I was like, give the spiel. Um, and then I'm like, in addition to that, this case was obviously crowbarred open, in my opinion. He listens to you start, and immediately you see a recognition across his face that he's familiar with the story, Mm -hmm. and you bringing it up and him having to look at the case with it really freaks him out. He has this moment where he's like not looking at the case and he's looking at you and not looking at the case and he's listening and not looking at the case and and standing. <laughs> like I yeah. lean in a little bit and I'm like, it's creepy. I know. Yeah. Uh, please. <sighs> so Here, let, me, let me unlock it again because I relocked it, right? Yeah, you did. So I unlock it again yep. for him. And I show him, like, look, there's scratch marks here. and He uses the glass door of the display to protect him from having to expose himself to, like, anything of this, like, vine. He's He seems strangely superstitious. Huh. So he's, like, looking at the handle. He's looking at the lock. He's looking at the way the door shuts. But he will not, like, if it was, a, like, a light fixture, he is not letting the any of the light fall on him. He's making sure that the door is the shadow. Everett? Yes. You're not superstitious, are you? God, is it obvious? A little. Well, you see him kind of like, like... I've been in and out of this display case countless times over the past couple of years. I promise you, it's just a vine with a very creepy backstory. Yeah, it might but, not even be true. But it ate him. Well, Whoa. supposedly. Well, I just it's just weird. So... Yeah, this looks like this has been Jimmy too, and it's not the same claw hammer. It looks like this was done with more of a, you know, maybe a snap-on, uh, flathead, two-inch, 
tensioning screwdriver. Well, yeah, it could so be. Yeah, it could res- be anything. Respectfully. I'm so sorry. The sheriff was concerned about me touching the case because I assume he wants to take fingerprints. No, he's not going to take fingerprints. Why because not? you touched it, I've touched it, we've all touched it. Basically, somebody broke in and there's not really anything you yeah, can do about that. Because yeah, I mean, you know. None of the security cameras are recording. I was just going to ask him because the red lights are on. I know the red lights are on, but there's nothing hooked up to them. Oh. Limited budget and all that. Okay, well, that shoots that idea. Well, I guess I'll just have to get back to the sheriff and find out what to do next. But, you know, it looks like the door is going to be okay. It looks like you... It'll be okay, and we'll just we'll swing by in a patrol, and we'll we'll increase the patrol through the through the street. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> thanks. Yeah. Are you going back to the festival? I'm planning on it. Yeah, you you need a ride? Yeah, give a girl a ride. Sure. Come I on. Go with Everett. Come on. Lock up first. All right. So as we leave the museum, the camera lingers for a moment on the display case with the vine in it. And there's a moment where we're watching the vine, and for just a moment, did the vine move? Yeah. Did the vine reach out for the latch? Maybe. Maybe it wasn't crowbarred from the outside. We don't know. That's just not right. But we're going to fade the black on that. So we fade in, and we are back on the lunch truck. And Benny and Spatula are actually out of out of work because there's no one lined up well what do you think benny he's sitting there and he's got half of like a chrononut stuck in his face mm-hmm. the 19th one he's had in the last half hour and he goes at this rate i'm not going to be able to get off a lunch truck i think maybe we close up shop for tonight i i, I don't know I, I i was expecting more but we need maybe put apples in them obviously no no i i don't do apples well it we could do a fritter frittata apple. I don't know. I don't know. But man, I mean, look. I mean, that's some pretty serious apple collection. Why don't you go over there and get a sample and bring it back? Oh, man. Uh, okay, I guess I could do that. I'm just so full of these darn delicious... Meanwhile, I'm taking the pastry thing. Just giving myself a squirt there. <laughs> like, I can't let it go to like waste. directly into your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. There's no health department. Obviously not. <laughs> Obviously not. And how would the health department know? Exactly. Right? So we so we watch as Benny leaves the lunch truck. Uh-huh. And because he's an NPC, it's so much fun. Yes, I must sacrifice my minion. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say, I'll be right back? Uh, he actually does. Oh, Turn those are the I'll signature <laughs> words. You know it. Doom. I'll be right back. Does he have a red shirt on by chance? Yeah. It's a red apron. Yeah. There's a big... Never mind. Never mind. So we, we watch Benny uh, slowly make his way out into the field. He starts to approach the line of people buying food products and, and gets in line pretty easily. And you see him in line. Um, the line doesn't move really very fast. But we do see it from a different point of view. We see Shannon's camera view now. And we see the sheriff moving across the field toward the line. And the sheriff sees that Benny's gotten in line and sees all these people in the field. And uh, one of the things that's kind of apparent is that this is where the entire fair-going crowd has descended upon. Now, having been sheriff 
here for 10 years and, and being fairly small, I yep. imagine I would know a lot of the folks here. Yep. So as I see all these people milling about trying to get to this food truck, I'm probably recognizing people mm -hmm. who I know and probably know me. So I'm going to try to engage some of these people that I know to see if, uh, you know, if I can get some more information about what's happening. Okay. You stumble across a, a couple, a younger couple with their three-year-old. They're standing in line, and it looks like the mother has already had a Apple product. And she's kind of staring off into space while her husband is holding the child and her hand, because if he wasn't holding her hand, she would kind <laughs> of drift away. And it's every once in a while, when they move the line forward, he goes, come along, dear, and pulls her hand a little bit in the line further up. And you, you can see that she's kind of looking around and anxiously waiting to get closer and closer to the apple truck. When you see the couple, you realize that it's the Jensen's. Jensen's. He turns. Mr. And, and Mrs. Jensen, how are you? Oh, Freddie, how are you? Good, good. So what, uh, what, what do we got going on here? What's happening? I've, I've never seen, never seen anything like this. Aria was really interested in this new lunch truck. We haven't seen it before, so she, she got one and she said it was really great. And so, we're, and you can, you can see him not sure what's wrong with his wife. His wife is not acting normal, and so he's a little bit nervous. Not that you're here, but that he's got a kid now, and the kid's kind of getting it, you know, more rambunctious since mom's not paying attention. So there's this kind of discordia happening in line with this couple. Now, I know these folks. Yes. And he seems... He's an architect. Normal. Yeah. For an architect. For an architect. Yeah. Yep. Um, the wife. She runs a, a little coffee shop downtown. But personality-wise. Like, you very outgoing. know these people. Yeah, super nice. And what does she appear to be... How is she behaving now? She seems like she's out of it. She seems like she's delusional maybe even and she's whispering and talking to the air and he doesn't seem to know what to do and he's kind of you know listen uh, i i think it would be a good idea if you folks didn't have any more of the of this uh this apple pie stuff until we figure out what's going on obviously it's it's having some kind of ill effect on your wife both shannon and freddie huh, please make an adaptability role to notice uh, a shift in the crowd. 47 out of 56 for me. Whoa, nice. And... No, 78 out of 55. I did not make it. I am too focused on capturing the humanity. The moment. And yeah. capturing the moment. You, on that roll, which is a very good roll, not quite a perfect roll, but a quite a good roll, you notice as soon as you say anything about not having any more Apple products, the entire mood of the crowd suddenly shifts as if someone dipped you in barbecue sauce and like let loose a hungry crowd who had never had barbecue. Like the entire crowd like slowly kind of turns their, their all the ones that are kind of in this hazy daze, they all kind of turn and look at you with this look like, I'm sorry, no more Apple products. And the wife turns to you and is like burning a hole through your soul with her eyes, looking at you and kind of whispering under her breath. Can I hear what she's saying? You can if you give me a roll on perception 
of uh, either a brain power or an adaptability, or if you have a uh, a skill to listen better. I'm going to say, um, looking at my stats here, the the best chance I have is with brain power, which okay. is a sixty. Okay. So I'm going to go with that. Great. An eight. Mm. An 08. All right. 08. So you made it. It's not a great success. But you hear she's saying. No one's ever. No one's ever, ever done it. No one's ever. No. No one's ever captured it. No. No one knows what I look like. No one knows. That's peculiar. That's creepy. Um. Jensen, Mr. Jensen, his first name? Todd. Todd. Um, Todd, I think it's really important that you, you take your, your daughter, and um, I, I need you to move away from this crowd here, please. Could you do that? Well, he has his wife's hand, and he, he goes, that's probably not a bad idea. Pulls his son a little bit tighter, grabs his wife's hand, and goes to walk away, and the wife, like, the, like a pillar, will not move. And he goes... Come, come along, dear, and tries harder. And her arm just kind of reflexively lifts off at like a tension line away from her body, and then he can't move her. And she just keeps looking around and mumbling to herself. No uh, listen, Todd, I don't know what's going on here. It may not be a good situation. You really need to take your child and, and, and move away from this area. But we're not allergic to apples. I don't I, understand. Listen, I, I don't know what's happening here, but I need to contain the situation, and I don't need anyone else being harmed please take your child move away to a safe distance please till we get the situation under control sure um, and i'll make sure my your best. wife is fine i'll make sure your wife is fine we'll, we'll take care of her gary you notice that the crowd all seems to be milling around in the center and no one's buying your your it's products it's been a while since it's been a while been a while so i'm gonna Benny's still in line. The shop's basically closed up at this point, and I can kind of still see the sheriff with yep. someone off in the distance. I'm going to make my way over there. Uh, sheriff, what's... What what the hell is going on? Ray, I'm going to need your help here. Um, we got some kind of situation going on here. I don't know what's happening, if it's, a, if it's a contaminated food or something strange is going on here. Uh, whatever these people are consuming out of this truck here, it seems to be having some kind of a an adverse effect. So we, we're going to need to try to get the situation under control no, here. I'm going to call in some other. I sent Benny over to get a sample to see what's going get, on. Get him out of there. Where if you if you can find him, get him. Start. You know, get him out of Benny, there. Benny, come on back. Okay, start yelling for Benny. Uh huh. You're the loudest thing around because a lot of people are quiet. Uh huh. So you start yelling for Benny. We see a camera shot of like Benny in line. Try not to bring, bring me back those apples. You know, gives you a thumbs up. Okay, I get on my radio uh, and start calling in for backup, uh, seeing wherever it is, and seeing if the, I, I, there must be some other officers on duty because obviously for crowd control or whatever, <laughs> I, I want them to kind of start converging on the apple. Are they in the crowd or are they in the crowd? Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So the only response you get immediately is from Everett, who is laughing because they've just pulled on to the fairgrounds. And he tells you that he's brought along Margie with with him. So he's like, yeah, I'm here, Sarge, uh, 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 Sheriff. Um, <laughs> You're the deputy. He's the deputy. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't get shot. No, not yet. No. Um, <laughs> 
Nuts. So he's like, oh yeah, we just got on, we just got on grounds. We'll be there in a minute. All right, Everett, listen, we got a problem here. I I'm want you to sure grab. You do. <laughs> Is it the face painter again? No. Remember last year when he yes. painted the thing on the? This is this is nothing compared. We might have a contagion situation here. Come on. A, a contagion. Come Listen, on. get my get my bullhorn out of the trunk and bring it over with you and meet me over by the apple the apple truck the Klein apple truck, but don't eat anything. Just meet me over there. Sounds serious, Everett. So, do you, Sheriff, do you do you have a local doctor? I mean, I'm not from this area, but I would assume there oh, would have sure. to be a yeah. first aid. I mean, you know, maybe. There's a first aid tent. Yeah. Is there anybody in there? Well, there are a few people in there, but they're not looking like they're in the mood of... Okay. Other than... Right, just taking a glance while we're standing there together. It's like, really strange. It looks like most people... Are are either in line with someone trying to get more Apple products, or they're in the field, kind of having their own conversation with themselves. And we see from across the field, we see uh, moving along the road from the parking lot. We see Margie and Everett carrying a large bullhorn, making their way across the ground. Yeah, I'm following him because I'm curious at this point. You do notice that your Historical society tent is unmanned. Well, that's not right. So I shear off from Everett and head over to the tent. Okay. Because there's valuable brochures in there. Somebody might steal them. That's true. <laughs> it looks like they just got up and left. There's a couple a half-eaten plates of food. There's a there's a, like a soda can opened. Who was supposed to be here? Well, that was supposed to be Ricky and Nathan, but... Do I see either of them as I'm looking around outside the tent? Actually, yeah, you catch a glimpse uh, of a couple of them over far across the field underneath one of the playground sets. It looks like they're sitting down at one of the tables having a conversation to plates of food in front of them. I just can't catch a break tonight. First, I can't get out of work because Bernie has to go feed her cat. Cats. She has to apparently feed DoorDash food to three cats. Yes. And now these two guys can't stay in the tent. Right. And I am obviously never going to get a Canonut. So I'm marching over to them. The problem is the Canonut truck is actually closed up. Yes, I'm, I'm just, I can't catch a break. <laughs> and they're going to get it. Someone is. I'm heading over to where they are. Okay. So it all seems to be happening on the green of the grass when... Everett and Margie and everyone kind of converges with the sheriff. You're getting no more responses from your radio. Hmm. Well, I get my, uh, I, I, is that Everett's there? He, he hands me the, the bullhorn. Yep. <clears throat> Attention, folks. Attention. I'm going to need everyone to uh, immediately disperse from this area and move away from this truck. The moment, again, that you crackle this loud bullhorn creeps across the grounds immediately there's this response of like hissing and people their eyes all kind of looking now at where the sound is telling them where they can't get more apple products and people then start slowly getting up and start staggering over to where the lunch truck is granny klein's apple cart we see two people in the apple cart start to close the apple cart up I start heading over there specifically to, to 
question them. Okay. You get about three steps, and then a hand grabs you, and then another hand grabs you. And all of a sudden, it's like you're in the middle of the valley of the, like, park-going... New, New Englanders? New Englanders. <laughs> and all of a sudden now, it's... So there's a lot of tweed. There's <laughs> kind of this slow-moving crowd that's converging on you, and the rest of you guys that are on the green with the sheriff are finding yourself trapped as all around you now the campground turns and starts advancing on your position. And as you are almost swamped by these New Englanders that are possessed by Apple products, we see the Apple cart close up, start up, and start to drive away. And that's when the camera fades to black. And we will return next time to Roadside America back to our roots. <laughs>